Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 297. I'm Sean, and joined with me, Eva. Yes. And Tony. Yes. yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. We've got some good stuff to get to uh, this episode. As you may have met, uh, known or noticed, I was out all of last week, including uh, the podcast. And uh, I was in England, as a matter of fact. You guys may have mentioned that on uh, last week's show. Oh, yeah. We actually said you were in uh, Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, I was not in Ukraine. Uh, I met a Ukrainian guy that worked at the hotel, um, but he was happy in England. Um, it was... I'll get into a lot of stuff, I, I suppose. It was uh, very clean, very nice, very proper. And it, it just, it's disgusting how we live here where everything's like a big box chain piece of shit and every house and building looks like crap. Um, there's nice architecture that people can have. I think Andy touched on this one time on the pod of no idea when, but he just mentioned how like it costs money and we have to be efficient and we can't spend money on buildings because no one cares. Something like that. Does that sound right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everything we have here is built in 1972, so. Yes. Uh, So that was like the big shock. Um, Let me jump back. I had mentioned the flights going to and from were just catastrophic to go from, uh, you know, the regular Economy Plus seat to Polaris. And uh, in the midnight hour, guys, I was able to nab. uh, We flew first class to Boston, and then uh, we had a layover there, and then uh, I was able to grab the polaris seat overnight to london that's the lay flat you have your own little apartment kind of a thing sounds like you're going to the moon on the polaris <laughs> yeah I, we could have um it was lovely you have your own little like desk you have a like a uh, cabinet they give you a little miniature suitcase filled with like socks and like lotions and shit because the airplanes it gets all dry uh an eye mask earplugs the whole deal and then you have bedding, you have a nice uh, pillow, a second pillow, and uh, I slept three and a half hours on the plane. Now, did you get uh, British plane workers that are like butlers instead? No, they oh, weren't. Sir. They didn't have the Very accent. Well. They weren't wearing oh. gloves or anything. That They should do that. They should well, have- it was a United flight. It wasn't British Airways. Oh, well, they should still know what they're doing and put British butlers... Instead of the regular flight attendants. I mean, maybe my flight was a one-off. I think if you had Jeffrey. Yeah, it'd be lovely. Um, now, because we had that Polaris seat, that gave us access to the Polaris lounge at any airport we were at that day. So we Boston does not have it, but LA has it. Oh, my God. So nice. Andy, my orange juice was poured out of a glass bottle. Fresh squeezed that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably was. Maybe on the flight. <laughs> uh, well, this was before we even boarded. Like I said. Uh, but then, yeah, so I slept three and a half hours on a five and a half hour flight or so, and then woke up and had uh, bagels and locks. I mean, it's, it's first class. Plus Kyrie does not approve. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, very good. Uh, very nice experience on that plane. Still was exhausted. I mean, uh, that flight was not long enough to get enough good sleep, but would not have slept at all in the back. Uh, then went to, you know, castles. We went to uh, Windsor Castle. We went to the Tower of London. We went to Stonehenge. We went to Oxford. The Tower of Terror. <laughs> Would they have a terror area where our people were tortured and executed? Yeah, I've seen it in real life on Goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did uh, Oxford University. We went to St. Paul's, the very old cathedral. Um, I went to the Royal Philharmonic. I had an afternoon tea. They put like whiskey in it or anything? You can pay more for champagne. But we had already been drinking so much that whole trip that I didn't want any more booze. Don't they drink tea all the goddamn eight long? Like, how is it? What's afternoon? Just gets more formal and nice or something? It's you have a bunch of like little sandwiches and snacks Uh, too. Um, The corgis come with it. Yeah, yeah. They they run out with the food. Is Um, that a real thing? They have random corgis running around. Well, that's the queen's dogs. 
Oh. I saw where the queen is buried. We went and saw her little crypt. And uh, Windsor Castle was spectacular. Um, saw Buckingham Palace, Westminster Abbey, Parliament, Big Ben, Piccadilly Circus, Trafalgar Square. Uh, they were filming The Crown next door to our hotel. We didn't see any of the Who's actors, actresses. Yeah. I have no idea. But uh, it was a, a big fancy building next door. And we saw them like in the quad setting up lighting and everything. And people were pretty excited. Uh, a couple of takeaways. They don't really drink water there. Like if you were to just ask for a glass of water, maybe because our hotel was really nice. They don't really. They're like, well, would you like flat or sparkling? And then that's it. They just bring you like a bottle of water. And like restaurants here, like here's a gallon of water and let me know if you want a uh, trough. Uh, Remember yesterday? Not like that. So uh, that kind of was just weird. Like, I don't know. I drink a lot of water and it was hard to do that there. Um, The food was actually very good. Fish and. I had fish and chips. What about crisps? Yeah. Any crisps? Crisps or chips? That's all their things are different, different words. Yeah. And biscuits are cookies. Mm -hmm. And uh, we we had some incredible cookies from Fortnum and Mason, which are like the supplier of the Royal family, like their foods. Did you attend a great British break off or anything? No, we didn't see any baking. Uh, But goddamn, it was uh, a lot of fun. It went by way too quickly. We had wine in a cave. In the like downtown London, uh, near the uh, National Gallery, which is a mu- museum we went to, uh, it's been there since 1890. Any like Churchill shit? Uh, we didn't do the war rooms. You can go into like where he was in hiding, doing his uh, you know planning and all that kind of stuff. Um, but huge statue of him. Saw a huge statue of uh, Abraham Lincoln in there. They they owe us. Now know. Churchill was a guy who put whiskey in his tea. Yeah, for sure. Is that another thing about Churchill? Churchill was a huge drunk, yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> How long ago did he die? Like in the 20s or something? He's a World War II guy, so not the 20s. <clears throat> oh, yeah. wow, it's so like the 70s or something. Huh? I don't know when he died. I think 50s. it was late, yeah, something like that. Um, he was using older gentleman by then. I'm not really able to look it up with my current did situation. You, uh, holding how close the mic. Were, you to, uh, were you close to Manchester at all? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, we the only time we left actual London uh, was to go to Stonehenge, Windsor Castle, and uh, Oxford, because there was a huge soccer upset on Saturday. We weren't there on Saturday. Oh, okay. We didn't get there till Sunday morning, and then we left Friday. Oh, you know what? I'm a fool. That was this past Saturday. I'm talking about. You were already back home by then. Yeah, we got back Friday. Forgot you were gone last. Okay. Uh, by the way, we for Harry Potter people. We were walking back or just around one day and uh, by parliament and all that stuff. And we found this private school that's like in an enclosed little courtyard. And it was really cool looking. So we're just kind of walking around taking photos of buildings. And this group of kids are walking by with like their teacher. And because it's cold, it's 50 is the high there. All of them are wearing like a a cloak, as they call it, which is basically like a cape that kind of wraps around you. I'll show you guys the photo, and if you want to talk about it, what you're seeing uh, in real life on the pod here. But it, I, I've seen Harry Potter. I'm not a huge Harry Potter person, but I was like, holy shit! Like these in the front, the kid in the front even looks like <laughs> Harry Potter. And then there's a the Ron kid. Um, I can probably find it. Yeah. Oh, this is this will be exciting. This is a great pod. Just keep it's, waiting. All right, I'm showing them. <laughs> oh, so wow. explain that. <laughs> this is uh yeah, well, that's wow. This hell? looks like literally what you would see in the beginning of a movie. It's the kid in the front really does look like Harry Potter. The guy in the front looks like maybe Alfred gained some weight from Batman and then short or just shrunk, I guess, not just short. <laughs> wow, that's really really funny. Oh, there's a black kid. So. Oh, there's a couple. Okay. No. Oh my God! Look at this mischief. Oh kid. no! That's a vampire. This guy in the a back Dracula. is just jumping. This picture goes on forever. <laughs> wow, that is a. Wow, that's really funny. That is exactly. So how I, would... I mean, we weren't expecting that by any means, but pretty funny. I think they're just walking from. So it's a boarding school. Yeah, so. I was gonna say that definitely looks like a smart school. Like, do they? Are they just? You think that those are just part of the uniform then? How huh? they're just given yeah. those cloaks? 
<laughs> you have to pay for it, but yeah, obviously it's standard issue. Well, I mean, they were all every single person was wearing one. So oh, I mean, yeah. there wasn't the one rebel kid that was like, "Nah, dude, I don't feel the cold." Well, yeah, and what it was interesting, it's always seven degree, seventy degrees here, so we were constantly bundled up. But people are all over, like locals are running in their regular shorts and a shirt. It's like, god damn it. It had 30, 30 mile an hour gusts uh, at times, so it was windy cold. It's actually supposed to be windy in Orange County tomorrow, Whoa. so we might get some 30 mile per hour gusts ourselves. But I, I mean, it was incredible for how busy that place is. It's way cleaner. It was one of those things where I was thinking about it. I was like, people obviously visit Los Angeles. Do they leave thinking like, oh, that was so fun? Because it's a completely different world when you're on vacation. I'm sure there's plenty of areas of London that suck. That wasn't my experience. It was phenomenal. Every every ounce of it was wonderful. I think people probably see pictures of LA. They see it on movies, and then they get here and they're like, "Oh, oh no." <laughs> I would like to. Where do you think people are going? They're they're yeah, no, they're going to Hollywood and stuff. They're going to yeah, the Hollywood's Universal a heaping pile of trash. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, they're they're going on the movie tours. They're going on the hall. They're seeing the Hollywood sign. They're gonna all go to like Rihanna's house. Hmm. They're all doing stuff like that. But, going to El Segundo. Yeah, well, go to a sporting goods store. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, uh, the Santa Monica Pier, that's cool, isn't it? It really isn't, but... I don't think so. The, the last thing um, on the ride, the flight home, was direct. And that was... I was very much trying to get the Polaris on the way home. It was about seven grand a seat uh, to upgrade. A little out of my range. Um, and we're sitting at T. It's twenty four, like twenty three hours, twenty four hours before check in, and uh, or you know twenty four hours before the flight, I should say. And it drops to you know fifteen hundred a seat or something like that. I was like, it'll probably go lower. There were six or seven seats left. It jumped ten minutes later to seven thousand dollars, and then it stayed there, and they ran out. So we upgraded to Premium Plus, which is like a domestic first class seat, which actually was wonderful. It, it made the time go by quite quickly. Um, I still had plenty of leg room to stretch out. I fly Southwest because every airline to, you know, I fly locally for the most part is so expensive. Southwest is the only one that makes sense. And those seats are just God awful. Even for an hour flight, it's pretty miserable. Yeah, we did a Southwest uh, when we went to producer Luke's bachelor party in January. And uh, I didn't have to worry about the seating because I was pretty buzzed on that flight out there. That once we were able to stand, I went back to use the restroom. And next thing you know, I ended up in about a 30 minute conversation with two steward or like a stewardess. And that, do you call a stewardess a, a male guy a stewardess too? Flight attendant, I think, is what they're all called now. Okay. But a steward. <laughs> yeah, steward. So anyway, there was a male and female stewardess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, call them what you want. <laughs> I mean, shit. Flight attendants. But uh, I ended up talking to them, and it was quite a story. The one uh, gentleman I was talking to is gay, and but he had a daughter, so the decision came later in life, I suppose. But he was explaining to me how his daughter was getting married in October, and then like all this stuff, yada yada. And we just had a very pleasant conversation. And I was just talking to him all the time. Next thing you know, it was like, okay, can you please get your seats? We're getting ready to land. I'm like, oh shit, that was a fast flight because to Tahoe was like 45 minutes. I mean, it was. I feel like. If ghosts are real, Tony, you would just have fun with them. You would just have conversations with them. Like you, that would be your dream is actually The Shining. Like just talking to a bartender. The bartender bartender. part, maybe. (laughs) A ghost bartender I could see, but not like. Hey, how's it going? Not like some of the stuff we watched last night that we will get into at the end of the episode. So please stay tuned. There's some good spooky stuff Andy and I watched. Yeah. So moving on. Um couple of news stories to get to. Uh, Margot Robbie's Pirates movie is dead in the water. Yeah, that was quick. That was like, we talked about it like a month ago, maybe. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's the biggest star on the planet now. Well, send it back. I don't know. They're like, hey, that new movie she's in isn't good enough. I don't know. I don't know. They, this should, Disney is shitty with all this stuff, with all the Star Wars movies they announce and cancel. So We just want to like... Keep having the news. We're like, shit, we can't fucking, we can't pay for this right now. Yeah. We just, yeah, we're just going to issue a false statement and we'll redact it. So, uh, yeah, don't expect to see that anytime soon. But wasn't there like another one they were making too? And there's like, well, there's multiple pirates. Yeah, I think there's keeping the Johnny Depp one. I haven't heard otherwise, at least. I don't know. That was the only thing on, uh, mentioned about that 
bit. So, yep. Uh, we've got some bad news here, but uh, I think it'll end up being okay. Jay Leno burns his face in a gasoline fire. Yeah, he just has he has so many cars that are doing all kinds of crazy shit that it just it was bound to happen, right? Yeah. I mean, he's been in that world for forever, and so at 72, yeah. not the worst thing to, you know, at least it wasn't, you know, 20 years ago, and we never got to... Is it, like, pretty... I have, Is it pretty, pretty bad? No, I think it's... I think From it's what I've no. heard, they say he will be okay. Yeah. Like, he didn't, like, lose an eye or anything. But. Yeah. Like, he didn't... He's not, like, Harvey Dent. He will drive again. That would be interesting if he was, but I don't think so. His wife is alive. Mavis. Yeah. Okay. Mavis Leno? Yeah. Nah, that can't be a real name. So you're saying that's why he couldn't become Harvey Dent? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Makes sense. Mavis. <laughs> Look at me. All right. Well, uh, Andy, tell us about Chris Rock. Uh, he's, a, he's a hot name again because of uh, the whole Will Smith thing and everything. And um, he's going to do something that's never been done before. He is going to uh, record a new special. Uh, his first one in like five years. Uh, for Netflix, it'll be live. So it'll be airing live on Netflix, which is like... How do they do that? You just They'll tell you it's 9 a.m. It'll be on at 9 a.m. Probably not 9 a.m. So, well, I hope not 9 a.m. <laughs> it's so, like 9 p.m. Will it give you like a thing like when you go on to Netflix, will there be like a, a red a countdown that says live right now? Yeah, it must because, uh, I mean, Hulu does that. They have live programming. Yeah. Like the That's actually kind of cool so. that Netflix is going to go into the live thing now. So that'll you know, be their first thing. I'm sure you'll be able to watch it recorded as well if you want to wait an hour. Live is the better part. Disney... Disney Plus is doing a live Elton John concert, I think, this week at a Dodger um, Stadium. Yeah, I, I thought it was after Thanksgiving, but maybe it is this week. I don't know. I, th- I thought it was this weekend, but I could be wrong. Yeah, his final shows here. Because, um, yeah, COVID put a pause on all his whole farewell tour, which is so expensive. Andy, you have a computer. You should look up how much a ticket's going for for that Dodger Stadium. I thought it was like $1,000. Is it more? I wouldn't be surprised if it's more now. I want to say at the time I looked like the cheapest seat at like Staples Center or something, or maybe even uh, Dodger Stadium was like 350 bucks. And that was not, you know, third hand. That was from Ticketmaster. So, yeah, that, that's neat. Um, has any net or comedy special ever really been live without just being on like SNL or something? And that's not even live. I'm going to go out and say no. Yeah, right. What? He's asking if any special has ever been live, like on any platform. Like even SNL yeah. is not live. Without being like, I don't know, like a, uh, I'm talking just a strict comedy special. Yeah, because obviously people have done all the live events that people do. Yes, on or something. yeah, uh, obviously those. Goes, someone goes on Johnny Carson. Yeah, I'm uh, not talking about those. We're watching it though. Some of those are live. Jimmy Kimmel live. I'm not right? talking about that. I know you're not talking about that. But. <laughs> But Jimmy Kimmel Live, I think, is still like on like three yeah, hours. Yeah, because isn't it at, recorded at like five p.m. or yeah, something? I've, but isn't I've gone to the Tonight Show? Okay. Well, I know, I know everything. Those, this is live, Andy. But it's you. I think it might be live to it later. I think Jimmy Kimmel Live might be live on the East Coast, but I don't know. I am not that maybe production. So, but I don't know because no, because when we would go to the Tonight Show, we'd literally have to get there at like. <laughs> what do you mean? How many times have you been on the Tonight Show? I've, I've been twice to the Tonight Show. Once when it was Conan, once with Jay Leno. Wow. The funny thing was, it was I saw Conan before I saw Jay Leno. Let that sink in. Mm, pretty good. And uh, they, we, I think they started at like two o'clock or something p.m. So I don't think. Yeah, when gonna... I when I saw Conan, it was yeah two or three or something. So I mean, the people that are in town from Kansas, they're not going <laughs> to stay up till eleven at night to go to this. They want to go with that, and then they want to go walk around the Chinese theater. Yeah. Well, we're... let's get back to this. Chris Rock. Netflix, Hold on. Let's get back to Elton John. How much is a seat? Saying like two hundred bucks. Doesn't seem right, but well, that, that's also Dodger Stadium, right? That's massive place. So, like, yeah, the top, the top deck, one hundred seventy-one bucks. Whoa, fifteen hundred dollars to get in, like on the floor. Sit next to like Al Gore. Al Gore, big Elton John guy. I don't know. I don't know who isn't. I watched Rocket Man on the plane. I'm going to get into what I watched. It was. 20 hours of flying, 22 (laughs) hours of flying, something like that. So I watched a lot of shit. There was a four hour window of sleep, so. But not a lot of real stuff. But okay, yeah. When is that special? 2023, so not for a while. Probably hasn't even written it yet. Interesting. 
All right. Um, a lot of John Wick stuff today. Uh, yeah. Ballerina. Keanu Reeves is going to be in it. Yeah. So there's a John Wick spinoff movie called Ballerina, which was announced before, um, but officially started filming and uh, it's starring Anna de Armas. Um, no, that's because she did the good kick yes. in the Bond movie. Yes. And it looked know, like she actually could kick ass. You know, she was wearing sneakers the entire time. And they just like Photoshop CGI heels onto her. I yeah, watched, it seems I watched, like it's too dangerous to do that kind of stuff in heels. Shit, it was crazy. Like the amount of CGI in all those movies that you don't even think about. Well, they're like also wearing the little harness wiring set yeah. at all times, probably. So I, I believe that. But yeah, I mean, I think she runs and jumps. You can't do that in heels. I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, this was known uh, to be in production. Um, but yeah, they started filming and now there's rumors that, uh, Keanu Reeves himself will make an appearance. I think he has to. Um, Ian McShane is going to be in it confirmed. Yeah. So. They have to make their, like, they have to sign off on this. If yeah. they want me to see it, I need to know it's sanctioned. Yeah. That's going to be a big part of it. So, um, you know, the John Wick universe is expanding. We have the, uh, the continental of course with Mel Gibson. Oh yeah. Next year. So, um, yeah, we're just going to get more and more, more John Wick content. He is grandpa Kurt. Yeah including John Wick 4. <laughs> That's daddy's home, yes. Mel Gibson. John Wick 4 on the way as well. Yeah, uh, very excited about that. Trailer trailer. Yeah, we got a, a real full trailer here. Uh, that's out March 23rd next year, so not that far away. You know, we're almost we're almost there into 23, so. Yeah. We got it. There was a nice uh, moment in the trailer where uh, Keanu tells Lawrence Fishburne, I need a gun. And it's just like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, Matrix. This is cool. He's also in, you know, big looking cathedral kind of a building. Yeah. So it's just, I will never get over that. Like, like you said, the oldest stuff we have here, Andy, are churches, missions. Well, the John Wick, like criminal syndicates are like from the 1500s. Yeah. They imply. Yeah. Cool stuff. They've been running terror for centuries. All right. uh, I think so. That covers that trailer. We have Andy. I'm sure you're very excited about a new magic mic. (laughs) Yeah. So I I saw this trailer today. I Um, bet you did. Again, another 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 thing I've been following. How many times? Uh, No, just just the once. Just once. It's not. um, And I'll talk about it. Is this the fourth? This is the third one. So third one of these. Last dance. It is now a trilogy. They got from the Michael. Oh, We covered when they announced this movie. Then right? Yes. So they announced this. Um, probably a year ago as an HBO Max original movie. Remember when they did those? Remember that was the whole thing? They're going to have movies straight to HBO Max, including, I mean, Steven Soderbergh's last two movies have been straight to HBO Max. And that was like, well, that's the new thing. He doesn't care. Watch it on a phone, whatever. Um, they announced this one. Yeah, we're going to do a third mi- Magic Mike as well. Um, this is now coming to theater. So the new uh, management there at Warner Brothers has said, no more straight to streaming shit. We don't we're going to put everything we got into theaters. Uh, so they moved the Evil Dead movie, which hasn't had a trailer yet. I'm excited about that one. Uh, that LeBron James house party. Um, and then this one, they're all getting theatrical releases. So uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance coming February 10th, just in time for Valentine's Day. Mark your calendar. Yeah. Um, that, that's part of the marketing. It was in the, <laughs> in the trailer. Um, but Magic Mike looks like he goes to London, Sean. Oh. You might have to check this out. Oh, he, uh, he, he leaves... Uh, stripping behind and uh, choreographs a show about his life is what it looks like to be. I do need to rewatch London has fallen. <laughs> does, does that even take place in London? I have no idea. I'm sure it's not shot there, but uh, I'm pretty sure there are plenty of places at Parliament. Why is, why is the American president there? Uh, their prime minister dies. And so it's a funeral. You've never seen that movie? No, I've Andy, never seen any of them. Shame on you. They're phenomenal. Gerard <laughs> Butler does not make a bad movie. I think we're going to do a Gerard Butler special uh, three episodes from now, right? So, I don't follow. What's coming out in three weeks? The 300th episode. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah, we'll have to uh, all wear Spartan capes. Um, all right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com to pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with the dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code Tony, that is T O N Y. 
they're going to give you 65% off just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. Davi, did you happen to... Yeah, that's how you do a live read, Tony. Did you happen to hear ours last week? You didn't know anything. (laughs) Well, we also did it... We at least caught at the very end. Why are you saying we? Okay, I caught at the very end that that I had forgotten. And uh, it is hard to say. Clipless Leash. Yeah. I mean, especially after a few beers, I guess. Clipplessleash.com. Yeah, but we got that part right. I knew it was like 65 or 75% off. These people were like... You kept saying like... uh, Clip... Re- yeah, Cl- per- Lish, 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 Lish. it was like the list and leash were blending together. It was bad, but I still got it in there. Yeah, very Although good. I hope you know people aren't like, hey, well, this guy said 85% off. <laughs> no, I don't think he said No, the, the regular guy wasn't here that week. <laughs> Forgive them. So uh yeah, good uh, good uh good dog leash. You can you can get some use out of it and walk your dog. All right, uh Tony, how many things do you have? Uh two, with one of them being with Andy that I'm sure we'll just talk about at the end together. All right, Andy, I'm I'm taking it. You have three. Yeah. All right. Um, I have like a baker's dozen, but like I said, it's mostly just touching on what I watched on the plane, uh, along with uh, uh, one episode of a new season of something. So, do you want me to just get all of my movies from the plane off? Okay. So we're gonna start off with a brand new movie. I've been wanting to see it, and uh, United had it. It came out, I believe, last year. John Hamm. Confess Fletch. And uh, I believe this is... came out like a month ago. <laughs> okay. Even better. Um, it's the same. It, he's Fletch as in Chevy Chase's Fletch, right? It's the same character, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. I hadn't seen those in years. It's fun. It's about uh, uh, being art thieves and people being held ransom. And what was fun is he was back and forth. Well, I guess between Boston and Rome, uh, I was going to Boston at the time. I was watching this on the first flight. Um, it's good. It's entertaining. It's a movie. Uh, it's not bad. I enjoyed it. I had fun. And uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's It's got a small cast. The girl from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, French. Cheska, I think, that comes home with Leo from Italy. She's in it. And then obviously John Hamm. And that was, I guess, about it for the most part. There's some small characters. Uh, you'll like that he works with uh, John Slattery for a minute. Mm-hmm. You remember him of Mad Men fame. So check it out. I think you can watch it now on Showtime, but that might be about it. Or if you're on a United flight coming up, only an hour and 40 minutes. So hour 38. Give it a give it a watch. I I watched that first things first while I was eating a uh, spinach and cheese pastry. It was delicious, and had a glass of champagne. Yeah, you got to take advantage. Yeah, uh, and then I went on to watch Gladiator. Just phenomenal, so wonderful. Um, we really need to make be able to replicate uh, Ridley Scott. Like I worry he's getting older. And we just need people to step up otherwise and make movies like that again. Uh, watched Rocket Man. The and 90s comedy. Hilarious, Andy. Uh, that was actually a movie I started the morning we landed at, uh, in the Polaris seat and then finished in the premium economy seat uh, on the way home. And then I watched Bullet Train, the new movie, uh, Brad Pitt and a billion other people in it. Have you guys seen that? I did see it. Yes. I have not. It's f- fine. Um, I don't think they would have survived the crash at the end. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, but it's fun. It's got, a, like I said, a very fun, long cast of people. Michael Shannon. Uh, I don't want to give away some of them because I don't think you're supposed to know. He might have been even one of I them. I think he was the main one you wouldn't want to give away, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, Sandra Bullock. I had no idea she was in it. I knew it was her voice. Uh, Channing Tatum for a second. Um, It's fun. It's, again, makes you kind of embarrassed for the United States. What the fuck are we doing? Like, the fastest train we have is like 39 miles an hour. Haven't they been talking for a long time about a bullet train to like Vegas? A hundred years. And it will take another hundred quadrillion dollars and another like hundred years to get it complete. 
I did hear that our governor said, well, we're going to get you. It was like Bakersfield to Fresno or yeah, something. Another, that's, that's in production. That's, that's the first. Oh, that's, that's a big the deal. First, uh, leg of it. Yeah. That's people okay. trying to get out of Bakersfield and they're pissed. They end up in Fresno so I fast. I think it's actually, I think it's Merced oh, to yeah. Bakersfield or something worse. like that. A little bit longer beat. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and again, I think it's only going like progress, hundred miles an hour or something. Talk, I mean, like how fast, how far is that mileage and then how long is it until we get there? I don't know. This is not a bullet train podcast. Yeah, I don't know the the details anymore, but I'm just saying, like, how long have those things been around in other countries, and what the hell are we doing? Like, we have that, this one, we'll get you to San Diego in four hours. Like, oh, cool. So they closed that one, the one to San Diego. Did they the really? The mountain eroded. <laughs> so I was on the one, the train to San Diego in July. And yeah, they recently closed like a yeah, month ago. I, I saw that. We actually, you do get there in like an hour and a half. That one actually isn't. Okay, terrible, but, I think but also, still, you're going slow. You when I took it, when I took it, it took like three hours because it just kept stopping. Yeah, but yeah, no, ours was, uh, ours was definitely under two hours. And then I watched uh, Indiana Jones. They have like a hundred movies on there. Uh, and then I watched the whole Bourne trilogy. Wow. <laughs> hey, it was literally you know 22 hours in the air. I slept for about four, three and a half. So I had time to kill. I uh, and I you watched that movie? Yeah. yeah, I didn't even. I had downloaded stuff on my iPad, and I didn't even put on my AirPods. Didn't open my phone. Not a time because the screen in the premium seats is twenty one inches. It's huge. So pretty good. So yeah, and then my I see sixty five inches. Okay, but Andy, are you sitting in a plane? You dickhead! Can't take that with you. I'd love to see that actually, Andy. Trying to carry that on. <laughs> um. So I just have one show after that, but I can do it now or we can move around. You've got momentum. Yeah. All right. I watched the first episode of season five of Yellowstone. Uh, probably the greatest show on TV right now. And uh, it's it's gearing up to be a good season, I think. Uh, I don't know. They have the first two episodes out so far. It's, I think, only on Paramount Network, not Paramount Plus. Found that out. Um didn't matter to me because Hulu has yeah, Paramount. Paramount Network's not letting that go with how much success it's been getting. But isn't Paramount and Paramount Network the same? Yeah, same parent company, but they've fucked up. They, yeah, it's all they, done licensing. They sold the, the rights to Peacock for yeah. Yellowstone. Um, and then they have 11 spinoffs that are on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, and I'm looking forward very much to 1923. Like, Tulsa King started too. Yeah, I, so I, I downloaded, I, I have a month of paramount so i'm gonna try and start watching that here soon too because i think that is all complete now so yeah it's fun the duttons could watch them all all day i still worry it's too much press for montana and i love that this uh, the show shits on people in california and new york how we say it's it's our playground we just go over there and fuck off and ruin it more and that's what we do california is a blob of evil yeah. Now, where's Kevin Costner from again? Uh, he's a local, Andy. But what movie is he in that doesn't take place in Montana? The Guardian? Oh, that's true. Field of Dreams is in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. So he knew he wanted to get away. Open Range. That was basically Yellowstone without the money. Uh, also, Love, Love the- for the Game is in like Detroit, I assume. Yeah. Is he plays for the Tigers? So not far. So, yep. That's, uh, that's about it for, for now. I'm flying this weekend, but it's a 40 minute flight or something. Yeah, Won't have a whole bunch of Halloween episodes then. Yeah, at best. Nothing wrong, with, nothing wrong with that. What do you guys got? All right, I'll go with the uh, the big movie this weekend, the $180 million juggernaut, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So, this was actually a, a good question that people raised uh, a few weeks ago. What would do more money, Black Panther in its first weekend or Black Adam overall? And uh, Black Panther won because Black Adam's only got about 150 million so far. Not going to get another 30. So yeah, I would uh, I would agree with that. It's funny that the two movies are released within four weeks of each other, and they're like they're the same name, Black Black Adam and Black Panther. So. And they're both Marvel movies. They're both comic books, but one's mm-hmm. DC. So. Oh. Uh, so Black Panther is the latest in the MCU, the third of the year. Um, maybe one of the. Bigger ones. The first Black Panther made a ton of money. I think eight hundred million dollars domestic or something around that. One got a Best Picture nomination. Just a really big deal. Um, and then, of course, with this one, 
the star, Chadwick Boseman, passed away uh, a few years ago and was not going to be re- be able to reprise his role here. He's um, not English. Yes, we did determine he's, he is. He's American. <laughs> I remember um, that was so good on the best of podcast where it was just a big Tony gets into his British ramble. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman, eh? I mean, it makes sense in that, like, that'd be disrespectful to make Jackie Robinson an Englishman. So it's good they'd made that choice. Um, but yeah, Black Panther, this was good. This was going to be a a big question mark. How were they going to replace him? What were they going to do? No one really knew. Would the Black Panther character even be in it if if he has died? Um, and it is just like a title and a, a position uh, more than it is like a person. Um and so, yeah, a lot of lot of question marks with this movie. Uh, Ryan Coogler did come back to to write and direct. Um, hadn't made a movie, I think, since um, he did produce Space Jam. So, um, impeccable track record. Um, oh yeah, he still is still a producer on the Creed movies too. So, okay, those were those were good. Um, but it seems to be doing well with uh, audiences. Made a lot of money. Uh, but I think it's my least favorite of the three Marvel movies released this year, and those previous two weren't that well received. Um, this is not bad, but it it is kind of awkward. I think all these Marvel movies this year have tried to force in new characters, um, especially that the TV shows have been doing that because they're trying to build towards the future. Because Robert Downey Jr. is gone, Chris Evans is gone, sadly Chadwick Boseman is gone. They have to build out new characters. So, um, a big plot point here is there's like a new character introduced who's a young college student who builds an Iron Man suit. And that's why the bad guys want to get her and the Wakandans have to pr- try to protect her from them. Why wouldn't you just put um, on the Iron Man suit? It's just not completely f- done yet. And they're also really powerful. Like, And how do they know she has it? So the plot is um, there's these people that live under the sea that we never even knew about. <laughs> this is what? It's a fucking comic book. Relax. This is a little mermaid? Yeah. Essentially, yes. There's sea people that live under the sea. Um, the... Americans were searching for vibranium, the special metal that only exists in the Black Panther world. Happens to also exist under the sea, way down we didn't even know about, but this scientist builds a scanner for it. So then the sea people attack the Americans saying, we don't want you to coming close to our lands. Um, so then they're like, we're going to go kill that scientist so that no one looks for us. So it was like Columbus in this movie? <laughs> no, but there is a, um, the main villain is a guy named Namor, and he is... Um, he is a mutant in that he he lives under the sea and is, is their king, but he doesn't have blue skin, and he has little tiny feathers on his ankles, and he can fly. So he's fucking. What do you mean fly? Place? Like he he's can fucking uh, Hermes. Yes, it's very very close to Hermes. Yeah. He can fly uh, on the in the water or no, in the in the sky. <laughs> then why does he live underwater? That's why he's so powerful. He can live underwater, and he can when he comes in the surface, he can fly. I feel like I'd live in a tree and because though. they live so deep. Uh, they're super strong too because there's so much pressure. So in order to live up near there, they're like got super strong. But isn't it like if you take a fish that lives down to the surface, the body just falls apart? But he's a mutant. Of course. Okay. How deep deep is the ocean? Well, the deepest part's like 30 something, 40,000 feet. Isn't that something like that? It's very deep. deeper than Everest. We don't even know what's down there. We don't know. What's it called? The The Marianas Marianas Trench. We'll never know, huh? The Megalodons are down there. There's we'll no probably figure it out in like 100 years. There's no way to ever figure it out. Well, oh, James Cameron. Did you ever watch that movie Underwater? No. With Christian Stewart? That's about that. They, they go it. way too far underneath and there's fucking... We don't even know what's down there. They don't have, have eyes underwater. That, like, we don't know it's on, like deep underwater. Like There's got to be some sort of like crazy... Isn't it like 80% of the ocean's unexplored? That sounds right, yeah. I mean, it's that's... 80% of the entire mass of the So whatever's world? living down there can't come up here? Most likely not, no. Because I bet there's people down there that could kill us. <laughs> I mean, who's everybody's always fascinated with the aliens up top, but it's like, what about the aliens down below? Yeah. I think they have that aliens. horrifying fish that has that like hook with a light oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And they're the crazy teeth. That's horrifying. That thing's way down there because there's no light that That's deep. real, right? Yeah. How do they just get light? How are you just born in the nightlight? Well, like some for certain fish can produce bioluminescence, yeah. even oh. way down there. Yeah, the, the, the sea is fascinating. Our oh. body, James Cameron's right. Our body is made of electricity and water. Yes, <laughs> where are the underwater people. Uh, but yeah, that's what this movie's about: is uh, water guys who attack uh, Wakanda. Do they look um, like people? Yes, they're human. Uh, well, they're, they were humans that got like cursed and had to go into the sea. <laughs> yeah, they're Mayans. 
They got a, some Asian Mayans. Mayans. Mayans? Mayans. Okay. You know they, the Mayans from Mexico. All right. Um, and they got sent back into the water. What, what do they drink? Water. <laughs> <laughs> like salt water? I don't know. They didn't explore too much in there. Um, but I think uh, one of the one of the standouts, um, standout from the first movie, is um, Winston Duke as Mbaku. Big guy. He's like the leader of the like a gorilla tribe. Um, he's cool. He's just like a guy who wants to get into fights, and he has a big club. And I really enjoyed what he brings. Um, some of the other characters, not as much. Um, Elaine from Seinfeld is a big deal in this phase of Marvel movies for some reason. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. She's in it. She's well. She's been in like six of the movies now. She's like wow. the new Nick Fury. Like, but she's like a little evil. Does she still have breast cancer? I don't know. Probably not. If she's been doing all these, yeah, because I think that's why Veep ended. I think they just ran out of ideas with Veep. But that's right around the time when she, yeah. she got it. I mean, that was a few years ago. That was a great ass yeah. show. I think they ran out of ideas when yeah. Trump was elected. Honestly, yeah, I took out all their their material. Um, but yeah, she's like kind of been in all the movies and like small roles. But it's one of those things where. It's very obvious she filmed all of her things after the movie was done. Yeah, like just one like afternoon. Ins- inserted it in, and it's like, this sucks. Like, they're just, they're kind of lost with these movies. They, they, they make so much money because it's a continuing series, but it's really hurting the product. So, like, this, to me, it was just not even close to as good as the first movie. Yeah, I don't think I'll see it. I saw the first one. Yeah. And the first one had Michael B. Jordan was awesome, and Andy Serkis was great in that movie, too. So. This one, not as much. Although the guy who does play the bad guy, Namor, he's pretty pretty cool. I liked him. He had wings on his ankles, if you, if you forgot. We've heard. All right. Um, you want me to do my next one? What are, what are yeah, we? I'm very interested to know what this is. Uh, Reser- oh, I was reading that wrong. I thought it said Reservoir Dogs. No, Reservation. Oh, actually. Yeah. That's funny. Yes, Reservation Dogs. Uh, second season already um, came out a couple months ago. Just now started watching it. Um, it's one of the best shows on TV. Um, it is a play on reser- Reservoir Dogs, but it is um, teenagers that live on a reservation in Oklahoma. Um, so just seeing a world that just unfamiliar with, just different level of poverty there, um, and then just combine that with the um, just different culture and like how it's mixed with mainstream. They're, they're still Americans, and they're still like life we live but then they still have their old customs and yeah, how that, it's very poor and how that mixes and it's just funny but uh this second season i've really enjoyed um i would compare it tony might like this to the simpsons you know how the simpsons when it fleshes out the town that's the best part of the simpsons is all the kooky characters in the town chief wiggum and mo and all that stuff the second season has really gotten more of the like weird people that live throughout this little town in oklahoma mm-hmm. I'm um, not just focusing on the, like the four main characters here. So uh, I've really enjoyed that. Um, and it's just, it's, it's good. It's emotional and it's funny. So I think it's one of the best this things. Is, that's just a daily life for average person. Yeah. Emotional. Mm-hmm. I just, it's real. Yeah. This is real drama. Well, what I watched wasn't real drama. I actually finally, for the first time, believe it or not, saw the predator. The original? Yeah. Good God. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. A little late and, to the party. Oh, I know. And it was uh, it's funny because... Chubbs Peterson? Yeah. Which, okay, so it's funny because I looked that up and I was like... Jesse the Because he was like, venture. he looks super young and was like really jacked in that role. And then when they make him play Chubbs, I mean, Grant, I'm sure it's like makeup stuff, but they make him look like a really old man. I was like, it was just a nine-year difference in when those movies came out. It says Predator came out in 87 and that came out in 96. Well, he's supposed to be kind of, you know... Past his prime. No, he is, but I'm saying like still he was, but he was like 37 in Predator, which is, that's still pretty impressive to be 37 being yeah. that jacked. But kick me off the pro tour, huh? Because you're black. <laughs> yeah. So that reminds me in Black Panther, there is a scene where um, they do the handshake thing and it's like straight out of Predator. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the bicep close up. Predator is a wonderful movie. Yeah. I is. can't believe you've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, me either. And it's, uh, I mean, it, it was cool because I, you know, I never knew where the movie was. Get to the chopper. I rewatched that maybe a month or two ago. Yeah, my only takeaway from that is, obviously, I was gonna say like I was gonna be so confident, say unrealistic, which obviously, but also 
that thing would have never lost. That thing couldn't lose to any random soldier. Wow. It would could camouflage. Austrian. Well, it didn't. It got cocky. Yeah. Okay. Because, it, it, I mean, if we're going to spoil a movie that's old. But okay. <laughs> he definitely he definitely caught Arnold, remember, and then goes yeah. fist fight with him. Yeah. So he would have, if he, he wanted to, could have. Because he always, killed everybody else with ease. Yeah, they're very cocky, and they want, they're want they doing it for sports. So. I've been to the, thing. That's why they didn't. They only went after the people with weapons, because it was for sport. I've been to the like rainforest in Mexico where they filmed it, some of it. I think it was either Mazatlan or Puerto Vallarta. I think it was Puerto yeah, Vallarta. Yeah, because I looked it up, because I was like, I was like, obviously this takes place somewhere like Central America, but it was like, yeah, it said it's supposed to just Central America. Like because I guess in the movie, it's really like an unnamed forest or something. Yeah. Like taking place like anywhere they said from like yeah and they say like oh you're across this border or something they didn't want to offend anyone so they just pretend it's like uh, the new Top Gun but it's yeah. just kind of funny too to think they're going out there to like you know yeah, so don't name the planet the aliens <laughs> yeah they're also going out there to like fight those other dudes and then it's like they just say the hell with them and they just get distracted by this guy but I think the whole jungle knows about him maybe no the girls seem to know about him I think she had saw it before but no. I don't think it's like the people there have known about it all this time or anything like that. He just but. like cruises through the forest and just kills yeah. anybody that comes in. I, I first watched that movie when I was like nine years old with my dad. Oh, I definitely watched it way early. I probably watched Predator 2 when I was four years old. Now that I don't remember ever seeing it when I was to like L.A., right? Yeah. I wish he'd come to L.A. Huge right now. For, like, drug dealer. He needs to come to L.A. right now. <laughs> he might be there. Who knows? And so the reason he comes to L.A. is because he only comes to warm climates and climate... Or, Climate, climate change. change caused LA to be like 110 degrees every day. That was the that was in that movie. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I even finished it. I, I started that right after Don, Danny Glover. Don Glover, whatever. Did you watch that on Hulu? You know, I don't know. Okay, you probably did. No, HBO Max, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, HBO, I think, has it. I was to say, are you going to watch the new one? Predator yeah, 2? That's on, no, Prey. a brand new it came one. out like three months ago. They're oh, milking the, the yellows on teat also. It still is the predator. Mm-hmm. It's a it's takes place in seventeen ten or something like that. Montana. I uh real good. I will maybe I will then. I also wouldn't mind seeing him take on the alien dude. I never saw that either. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Those are bad. Yeah, yeah you can skip. Uh, well, I think the second one is kind of fun, they're, but they're it's just like Freddy versus bad. Jason, right? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty pretty bad. Alrighty, well. There's Does that lead you guys to the yep. now Predators, the one with Adrian Brody? That's actually pretty good. Like the Nashville Predators? No, no that's like, like Antarctica or something. I'm not going to spoil it for you. <laughs> I've seen it. Okay, but I'm still not going to spoil it for you. Because you don't know? No, I'll tell you later. <laughs> the Predators has like a bunch of different characters. And the, they're all different specialties. Like Wasn't that a cold climate? That's Alien vs. Predator. That's the, the first one of those. Oh. Yeah, and that's bad. All right, let's hear uh, Terrifier 2. All righty, so last night... I mean, I think we talked about it last week that Andy finally saw Terrifier 1. And I we had talked about, because we said on Terrifier, we mentioned before that Terrifier 2 came to Screambox on Friday. And you can rent it as well. Uh, it's like 10 bucks or something. And you can rent it as well. And uh, I had texted Andy yesterday, Monday, and said, hey, if you're not doing anything, I wouldn't mind watching it tonight because we do have the podcast tomorrow. We can talk about it. And that's what we did. And, uh, well, you know, I think... Some of the things we'll say, I'm sure, is what I've been hearing the majority of the people say. I actually listened to an 80-minute podcast today about these two guys that you know do horror movie reviews, and they talked about it. And their biggest—they're like really critical guys. They're like they're like just movie big time, like movie nerds or whatever. But and the one thing, and I know we can all agree on is it's way too long for a horror movie. It's two hours and 18 minutes. They were joking around saying, I didn't know I was watching like fellowship of the ring. And it was like, it's longer than return of the Jedi, but whole, that's just too long for a horror movie. But then on top of that, I've seen a lot of movies in my time. I've seen a lot of horror movies. I have never, I don't think seen a movie that was <laughs> this graphic. I mean, that's the big thing that everybody is saying is that a very long movie and extremely graphic, but it's like, I can't even the, the, like the combination of how graphic was mixed with like how sadistic it was is like, you really can't explain it. It's, you just have to see it to understand, but it's, 
I mean, I could describe scenes and tell you scenes and that, and you would just think I was the lunatic for even telling you about those scenes. I feel let like. me, let me go ahead with one of them, okay. which I don't think is the worst one, but just to give you a little taste, uh, there's a character who gets, uh, their head blown off, like clean off by a, a mini shotgun. Um, like, like that, uh, Antonio Banderas used in, uh, in once upon a time in Mexico, if you remember that movie, um, then the clown, Art the Clown, sets this character up at a dinner table. <laughs> and when this character's uh, family member comes in, um, then Art the Clown serves mashed potatoes into like the face hole that's been blown off and then just starts laughing. So he, he must have made the mashed potatoes himself for this whole bit. So, yeah. So he sat down. Like, so he's he made got, the potatoes. He's got this character set up at the dining room table, like Andy said, like the head of the table. Like Andy said, her face is. Imagine like if you were to get a watermelon and you broke it and it was like, it Oh, was- that we didn't mention that Galgar died yeah. <laughs> smashing watermelons. And her face is like, it's mushed in, but it's opened up. It's all over the place. It's, it's blown off the shotgun. And the, you know, the kid comes home. First thing he sees obviously is the woman at the table and you don't see art, the clown yet. Cause he's in the kitchen. <laughs> then he comes out with a, what looks like 1950s, like um, a 1950s apron. apron that like a woman would have worn. And he's out there and he's got this bowl in his hand, like this like tray of food in his hand. He's just got his little like creepy smile on and he sets it on the table because the whole thing is his character never speaks. It's all like just animations. Like he's like a, m- a mind. He's a French clown. Yeah. I'm surprised Tom Hardy didn't play the character. Yeah. No, they had to get all no names. And he... Yeah, like Andy said, because you think like when he opens it up, like right away, Andy's like, oh, it's going to be like the other part of her face is going to be in this thing. But no, it was mashed potatoes and he puts them on their plate. And then like Andy said, he grabs it and then just shoves it into her like open face and then looks at the kid with like a big smile on his face and he's laughing. And I don't even remember what happened. After that. I think the kid ran upstairs or something. And then I don't know. Yeah, it, it was. But that wasn't like Andy said, we won't get into detail. I don't think with the most graphic scene. But Andy mentioned to me that the most graphic scene, he said they had to get raised like $50,000 to even be able to part of the like um, crowdfunding. Yeah. To be able to film the scene because that's how gory and graphic and how much blood and makeup and everything they had to use for that scene. And Andy also mentioned to me that it took about three days to film just that one scene. And it's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's bad. (laughs) It's bad in every way possible. Like it's, there's a lot of everything in that scene and it gets to the point too, where there was a new one that I've ever seen. Cause they give you the actual effect of like the torture, because then I won't go into too much detail, but let's just say this is the very light thing I'll say about it, but so you can get an idea. So she's all cut up like in all sorts of ways. And he runs downstairs and this is when you think it's over because at this point she should be long dead. He comes back upstairs with a bottle of bleach and salt and pours it all over her like op- fully open wound body and everything and it's just it's it's bad like in that like like i said i didn't even get into a he's salting the snail yeah i didn't even get into any sort of detail of how bad that scene is with what he does to her and then like what happens actually like at the very end of all that chaos but it's 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 over the top graphic that being said uh i did enjoy it more than the first one <laughs> I think it's it's better and it's delivering more on that. It's it, yeah. It's definitely that's what the whole point of the movie is to build those set pieces of crazy special effects that are like, you know, real practical non CGI makeup shit. Yeah, it's not that real looking, but it's still pretty good. Um, and I think yeah. that's what the the director's background is. I mean, um, there's definitely some scenes that are a little unrealistic unless he is just superhuman. Yeah, no stuff that, and I I enjoy that stuff when it's like yeah. clearly a dummy and something explodes. And it's like that's hilarious to me. I enjoy it. I know it's not real, um, but it's still like well done. Um, but I think it's important to remember that uh, this guy who makes makes these movies, he is not Stanley Kubrick. Um, it is he's not a, a, an expert filmmaker or storyteller by any means. No. Um, and so the, the plot was a little nonsensical. Um, Tony was freaking out. Like, they're not going to explain it. They're not going to explain this. And no, they did not explain what's going on in the movie. Uh, definitely setting up future sequels. Yeah. But- I, I don't see any way that it, if there is a terrifier three, which I think there is going to be, I don't see any way how that's not his backstory. Like there has to be, because what Andy and I also haven't brought up yet was his little f- 
friend that he had in this, which was maybe the scariest character in the movie. This little girl that had like basically all, like a clown face also, but was just like also didn't speak, but was horrifying looking. And only the clown and then the two main children characters, I'm not going to say children, two main teenage characters, whatever, could see. Like nobody else could see this little demon clown girl. And then it was horrifying because I didn't know this little girl was in the movie. And then the first scene you see her, you're kind of like, oh, shit. And it, it's also very gross the first scene you see her because she like shits blood or pisses blood or something. It was really bizarre. Whoa. Yeah. The, uh, the, the writer director said he's already written the third one, but he knows that making this movie so long was a mistake. And he is, uh, if it's made in that same way, it'll be two movies. So there's going to be a terrifier three and four. So yeah, I think he's gotten a lot of, I think a lot of people have, because he definitely is probably starting to get some credit now because and I even the podcast I listened to today said how Art the Clown, his character is already up there with the iconic horror movie characters, like just his character alone because of how creepy he is and how gruesome he is, which I called from, you know, when I first saw him, I said, this is going to be the next iconic horror villain that's going to go up there with like the Freddy Kruegers, the Michael Myers, the Jasons and all that stuff. And I think I'm right about that. But I think I would assume that, so he's gotten some like, you know, recognition about this because at the end of the day he is the one who created art the clown because i think he did hollows eve also so he has he is the one that's created art the clown but i guarantee some people have come up to him basically been like one of our big takeaways was it was too long so i think that's probably why he's gonna that's my guess at least why he's gonna he's gonna have to shorten it i mean you can't make a horror movie really it's tough to make a horror movie over an hour and a half like i think good horror movies are usually like an hour 15 hour 20 it's tough to make them two hours Unless they're like, you know, those brand names like Halloween could get away with probably being like an hour 55 or something. Or I mean, Shining's two and a half hours, but yeah, well, Shining's a different story. That's brilliant film work. And then, you know, Conjuring's, I'm sure, about a flirt with two hours, I'm sure. But Sean, despite everything we've been saying, what do you think the Rotten Tomato score is on this? Critics or audience? I think it's critics. I think it was critics. No, it was critics because it said the Rotten Tomato score 54. 87 percent wow which i was surprised at so that tells you that a lot of people actually for a horror movie 87 percent is a lot for an over-the-top graphic horror movie to be 87 percent that's like the wizard of oz being like 180 percent whoa i think the movie knew what it was doing and delivered on it so that's why the critics were like yep we'll give them credit for that and andy also brought up i don't know because i think it was last week when you were in here that they've nominated this to the oscars <laughs> For like, I think makeup or something, but Andy submitted says it to the Oscars. It forces it so the Academy has to watch it, which I would Pretty love good. to see the Academy watch it, especially now that I've seen it. When they see that one scene, they're like, "I got to put it in. Just got to give him credit." <laughs> a lot of, a lot of good blood, a lot of good makeup. <laughs> the best part is too; it's like two hours twenty minutes, so it's like they're going to be like, "All right, is it almost done?" And then like, no. Yeah, that's one thing. And, is the uh, the final act is really noticeable in that like it goes on forever. So many yeah. fake outs. Every character dies and then, oh, they're not dead. And then they do die. And it's just like, it's too much. Um, yeah, it is. Like that, they could have, that was uh, one of the takeaways too that from what I heard today was that when they go into the crazy house at the end, the guy said he looked and saw that there were still 40 minutes left. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, what? How? <laughs> and so, like, yeah, it's that last part. Yeah, could have been easily cut and well in half. But the clown cafe, keep, keep everybody. Oh, yeah. The clown cafe was a great part. Actually, they should have nominated that for Best Original Song in the Academy Awards. Too. Yeah, it really could. That was uh, quite a song. It was a very interesting scene because then he just you know goes crazy. But yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. I overall, I mean, it was it's fun to say you watched it because I think when you do explain it to people, they're like, "What the fuck?" So I mean, that's one of those movies. It's been a while since I've seen a movie where I like to tell people about it and be like. Yeah, no, it was really bad. Like, because then it makes them maybe curious. Like, oh, should I take a peek? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was bad. But he is he is a scary villain. Like everything I've heard from the takeaway is that nobody has any. Like all these people I listen to, nobody has any complaints about Art the Clown. They say Art the Clown is a terrific, scary villain, and he really is. He is extremely horrifying, extremely creepy. So, despite whether the movie is what people might think of the movie or the other acting or the storyline or whatever, what you can't do is take away from that. And 
that leads me to this question, Andy, like with Art the Clown, because he is iconic. Like even if Terrifier is just like sells out, people don't like it. People are going to want Art the Clown to stay alive. So in that case, like even if this guy doesn't make a lot of movie from Terrifier, eventually people are going to want to buy Art the Clown from him, right? Like, is that, is that how it works? Like Art the Clown belongs to him, right? Yeah, I would think so. That's his IP. He wrote it. It's not like uh, Paramount made this movie or something. So what so. I'm getting at is like, could somebody obviously come up to him and like buy the Freddy rights? Freddy versus Arts? Or no, buy something and say, hey, we're going to do our own movie about Art the Clown, how we say he was brought up. Rob Zombies. Yeah, Art exactly. But like Danny Brian, McBride's. Yeah. Cycle Mullen. But, yeah. well, very good. All right. Uh, anything else to add? No. All right. Well, that'll wrap us up for episode 297 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road Andy. Thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend. See you later. <laughs>